Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Faith, Family, and Fellowship podcast. I am Otis Robinson. And I'm Bronte Robinson. And we are excited to begin episode number two of our Faith, Family, and Fellowship podcast. Um, If you haven't listened to the first one, I encourage you to go back and check that one out where we are talking about uh, man and woman of your word, keeping your word. Um, We had a lot to say about keeping our word, and I think that's very important today. Yes, I agree. Good, good. I'm glad you are on the (laughs) same page because if I need you to do something, I need you to keep your word if you say you're going to do it. There you go. I try. You do. You do a good job. I appreciate you. Um, so so we're moving on into um, just our second podcast. We're super excited just to kind of sit down and talk. This is what we'll be doing in this podcast. As we've said, we'll just be sitting around our table uh, having conversation. And from time to time, we will pull some extra folks in to sit and chat with us. So looking forward to having some friends and family on with us in some future episodes. Yes. Today, um, the thing that we want to kind of discuss is is uh, transition. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very big word for a lot of people, especially coming out of 2020. Oh, yes. Definitely. Into 2021 um, with, with the pandemic that, that, that we're going through. Um, many people have transitioned in ways that perhaps some wanted to do it and, and perhaps some did not want to do it. Some things were just thrown upon them uh, in the form of perhaps losing a job or, or losing a loved one. So there's a lot of transition that's been taking place over the last year and Mm -hmm. we ourselves went through a level of transition as well and so we'll get into a little bit of that as we talk about um the things that we've been going through over the last year and a half or so so transition so um a few years ago i was in the same position that my husband is now in where we were looking to transition from one job to the next job Mm -hmm. or one career, should I say, to the next career. And in those uh, transitioning moments and the thoughts that you have prior to transitioning, there are some, uh, an array of thoughts that come through your mind. You know, you think, am I going to be able to make it? Mm -hmm. Um, Am I going to like it? Am I going to regret my decision? You know, all these type things comes up in your mind. Right. But um, transition is necessary to be truly fulfilled in life and also for growth. Yeah. If we continue to do the same things we've been doing over and over and over again, then what is life? Right. You know? Yeah. So transitioning is is a very important step in really seeing the full potential you have in this life that God has given you. That's a good point, you know, that, you know, especially like for you to grow and to develop. Right. Um, it's easy to get comfortable. Uh, sometimes we can get too comfortable in a place and so comfortable that we don't move. We become very stagnant. And that is very dangerous for someone, for us, that the people that are living, it's very dangerous for us to be stagnant because there's so much potential that God has already placed in us from the very beginning. And if we don't lock into um, what God has placed in us, we just become very comfortable with seeing the minimal things that we see on a day-to-day basis. Yes. But I just believe that God has so much more for us if we just um, um, stretch out, you know. And so, you know, as my wife was saying, you know, I'm in a 
in a transitional phase of my life right now where um, I've, I've worked for a fantastic company for the past 20 years of my life. Uh, that company has been responsible for me being able to take care of my family and growing as a person because on a professional level, they provided so much for me. Um, had the opportunity to kind of walk away from that job after 20 years and to be able to kind of take care of my family in the interim, you know what I mean? So I'm, so I'm, so I'm kind of secure right now in the moment to be able to walk through this transition thanks to this wonderful company. So, but what that puts me in is, is in a phase of transition where now I'm, I'm praying and I'm spending time with myself and I'm really seeking God to say, okay, God, what's our next move? Mm -hmm. And the reason I took this opportunity is because I felt like it was time for me to be stretched a little bit. It's time for me to make a change. It was time for me to experience something new and different. And so, you know, I, I don't, I don't know how else to explain it, you know, is that, that you just feel like that there's an opportunity, there's a window of opportunity here and you've got to step out and you've got to do it. And so that's where I am. Right. And, and what we need to, you know, what we need to look at is that these feelings don't just happen. Right. Um, they happen for a reason. And, and oftentimes we don't act right. when, we, when we have these feelings or when we have these uh, yearnings or whatever we want to call it. But it's important for us to act on those things because God placed purpose on our life before he even formed us in our mother's womb. Right. And so it's important for us to know that we have more purpose than just what we're doing in the moment. Right. Um, and, and our lives is not just for us. It's for the people around us. Right. It's, it's, you know, we're assigned to somebody at the next place that we're to go. Mm -hmm. And so if we're to stay in that same place forever, then we won't reach our full potential and, and, and fulfill the full purpose yeah. that he has placed on our lives. And, and then we'll continue to you know say I'm not fulfilled we'll continue grabbing at stuff and mm -hmm. trying to do stuff and you're still not feeling fulfilled in the thing that you're doing so it's very important to trust that voice that you hear trust that push on the inside of you that you feel yeah. to go ahead and do what he's called you to do. Do it scared. You know, this is not something that, that we took lightly. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a lot of conversation we had, a lot Certainly. of prayer we had and, and preparation. Yeah. You know, you can't just jump up and transition overnight. That's exactly right. You cannot just jump out. And that's certainly not what we're here uh, to tell you to do is to just jump out and do something. There was a lot of prayer. There was a lot of conversation. And I just want to tell you, if you in your marriage, in your relationship, if you're not having conversations, you're, you're, you are not a successful marriage. Conversation is necessary. We have to communicate in order right. to be able to be on the same page. And so there's a lot of conversation. There's a lot of prayer about it. There's a lot of uh, I had some sleepless nights because here, here we are 20, 20 years in and all of a sudden, um, you're still young, you know, and I still have my youngest is our youngest is in high school. So, you know, we still have yes. to prepare for him. So um, to go to college. So it, it was really a lot of thought, but through prayer, through just the feelings that God gave me and, re, and affirmations in other areas uh, in my life. I felt like the time was right, you know, and so uh, with my wife on board, uh, with me having the things in place that were necessary to kind of sustain me in the middle of the transition. Um, it was just the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. It was the right thing to do. And, you know, I recall that, you know, when you took that opportunity to, to step away and there's, there's a lot of key elements in place when transition like this takes place, especially with a husband and a wife, with a team like that. Um, uh, the thing that we had to do was have a plan to support the entire family. 
uh, for a period of time, there may be a, a lack of income. So, right. um, you know, thank God we were in a position where we could allow you to walk away from one job in order to pursue another job. And that's just through the grace of God and, and prepping and planning and not something just on a whim, jumping out and doing something. Exactly. And there are times where people are literally let go from a job and you may not have time to prepare for that. So thank God that we were not in that situation. And my heart goes out to people that are hit, you know, with something like that. So cut of cut and spare of the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but it leads me to think about, you know, as a, as the spouse that's working and the one that's not working, there has to be a support system there, right. not just financially. There's got to be uh, support uh, psychologically uh, where you're having conversations to keep that one that's not working encouraged because there's a what I'm going through now is it's like a process of, OK, what am I going to do today? You know, so. I've got to keep myself active <laughs> and I'm used to getting up early, getting prepared for work and then, you know, I, and, and getting out of the house. So now so that I don't become um, just relaxed in, in this moment, I'm still creating a routine. Right. I think there has to be a routine in transition. When you transition, you need to make sure that there is some kind of uh, routine in place to keep you active because it's easy to become comfortable and relaxed, as we've been saying, mm-hmm. and you just basically die out. That's not what transition is for transition is to move you from one place to the next right. from one intricate moment in your life to another intricate moment in your life and in the process you don't need to die in the transition exactly transition is not you quitting right it's not you stopping right. uh, i you said it one time in your in one of your uh, sermons mm-hmm. uh it's like you're in the hallway yeah and you're trying to see okay what door am i going to go into now i'm in the hallway right and um we have to just know that we have to keep moving, keep striving, keep right. looking, keep searching for that next thing. And also is in that transition, you have to, like you were saying, you mm-hmm. have to support one another. Yes. There would be, I would never uh, quit without first talking to my husband. Right. Um, and so that's important if you're in a relationship or even if you if even if you live with your parents and you're helping them to run the household and you have responsibilities, mm-hmm. uh, those type things, you don't ever quit your job without talking to those that is going to impact. Um, because me quitting not only impacts me, but it impacts my entire entire family. Right. So therefore everybody would have had to suffer had we not planned um, the transition. And, you know, like you like you said before, it happens where, okay, you're laid off. But I do believe that God will provide a way if that did happen. Right. You know, because nothing takes him by surprise. So he knows that that's going to happen. But in transition, it's not always going to feel good either. Yeah. Uh, I can recall back when I was transitioning, I had moments where I felt like I'd made a mistake. Because there were those Moments where you're used to being in one place, you're used to mm-hmm. a certain system, you're yeah. used to a certain amount of people, you're used to a certain level of responsibility, and then you feel like, man, what did I do? Yeah, I feel like this is smooth sailing. I feel like I'm not doing enough. I felt, you know, you just feel out of your comfort zone. Would you say that was the most difficult part of your transition? That moment right there, or was there something else that really stood out as far as this is the most difficult part of me going through this process? I think the emotional part, the psychological part is the most, uh, 
the most grueling part of the transition. Yeah, it it is a mind game. Yeah, um, especially now, you know, I'm used to having something to do. And so, you know, on a personal level, I've given myself, I've kind of started to invest in myself in this transition. So there are some projects and things that I wanted to do, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even as a, even as a, um, a pastor, I get to speak every week. Right. But I decided that I wanted to invest in my presentation and my speaking abilities. Now, you may say you've been, and, and I've been doing this for about, about 10 years uh, where I've been pastoring. You may say, well, why why would you go and get a, a speaking coach or a presentation coach if that's something you've been doing? Because I personally feel like there's more that I could do. Another, It's another part of transition. Mm-hmm. I want to grow. I want to stretch myself to make sure that I'm still growing in the areas of the things that I'm doing the most. And so I invested in myself to start some programs and to learn from people who do that on a on a on a more um a more consistent basis i'm doing it every sunday but we have people that do this for a living it's how they make their living right um, i am not a pastor to get paid mm-hmm. i am i am a pastor because god called me to do so so the work in the ministry is not i'm not being paid for that you know what i mean that's just what god called me to do but there are people that are paid to do this on a day-to-day basis so they're going to do it in a way that they can ensure that um their income is coming in the right way. Now, that doesn't mean that I take what I do as a pastor lightly when I present mm-hmm. because souls are at stake by me presenting, right? Right. But then there are some things that I can take from people that do this on a, for, on a day-to-day basis and learn from it so that I can make sure that what I do present on Sunday is super strong, super effective to the best of my ability based on. So I've done things like that. That's what I'm working on now, things like that to help me improve on my presentation skills. So I would say to you in the process of transitioning, make sure you're doing things that are critical to your growth. Mm-hmm. Don't just sit there and wallow and get comfortable in relaxation. Um, uh, you, you can you can do that. Uh, what I wanted to to make sure that I was not comfortable doing is just sitting down watching TV every day, all day. Right. And it's important to make a plan, make a financial game plan as well. Know how much you need, you know, to to pay your bills every month. Right. If you don't need a certain level of income, then, you know, you may be able to go after that dream job that may pay you less. Right. You know, because that that's exactly what I did. I went to a job that paid me a little less than what I was making. And that was challenging because I'm like, am I moving backwards? You know, but when you know that you've been put on this earth for a particular reason. Right. You won't be satisfied until you fulfill that purpose. Right. And um, so I had to get out of all that, you know, thinking about. Uh, the financial part of it and just do what God called me to do. Now, in the beginning, it was not easy, but in time, God has restored us. God has blessed us and we and we're striving on. You know, you have to like like uh, my husband just said, you have to learn. You have to grow. I had to take classes. I had to learn how to teach. I'm an educator now. So I had to learn how to teach in the different systems that were used and all these different techniques and learn children and you know just all these different things that you take for granted you know you look at teachers and you say that i could do that yeah but it's a lot more to it than than you think and so i'm like what did i really get into (laughs) in the beginning so what would you say what would you say you've learned in your transition process from the position from the job you had before to becoming a teacher right Mm -hmm. so now you know that job those two jobs are distinctly different yes um, as a teacher now, what have you learned in this new role that perhaps you didn't have in the other role? 
even though they're two different positions, is there something that you've learned that you perhaps think if you were to go back to that job that you could take with you to that job? To continue to seek out ways to uh, do things differently than you've al- always done. Mm-hmm. You know, in the job I was in, I was com- I was in comfort. You know, yeah. I-, I knew what I was doing. Yeah. So I didn't have to really stretch any. I didn't really have to learn. It wasn't hard for me to pick up new things. Right. And, and, you know, but in teaching you have to learn right or you are or you're going to be put on the spot you know kids they don't have anything. <laughs> i mean they don't have any mercy sometimes and so that would be the thing but also knowing that uh when you're called to do something you cannot replace it with something else because so for me i felt like from the beginning i was called to teach right well i tried to go and work in corporate america to as a trainer because yeah. i feel I, you know, okay, it's teaching, yeah. but it pays more money, right. you know? And right. so I was trying to fulfill that purpose by training instead of actually teaching children like I felt like I needed to do because of the financial right. impact. But we have to know that if God has called us to do something, yeah. we have to do that very thing that he's called us to do. We have to be obedient to what he's told us to do, That's to the good. thing that he's placed on the inside of us. And not try to go around the way and, mm-hmm. and do it our way, but we need to be obedient. Mm-hmm. And do it his way. That's really good. Yeah, that's 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 the interesting point because I, you know, there are so many things as we transition. We're learning. We're growing. And and I'll say this: if you are if you are not changing, you're not growing. That's right. You know, I say that often. If you're not changing, you're not growing. And if a baby that's born has to change in order to grow. And if we are in a position where we're in transition and we are. We're growing. There has to be some change in there. So even your perspective needs to change as you're in transition. And so the thing that I'm wrestling with now is don't think about how you used to work. Mm -hmm. Look to improve on what you did before and look at how you can be a better person in whatever you do next. Uh, certainly take what you've learned from your previous works, from your previous jobs, from your previous, um, even from your previous leadership. Take all that information, all that good stuff that you have, bottle it up and take it with you and use it where you need to in your new role. Right. But know that you you might have been drinking, um, you might have been drinking Sprite, but now you're going to be drinking Coke, <laughs> ice cold Coca-Cola. Um, so you got to know that, yeah, it's a soda, but it might be a different flavor to it. Yes. So be prepared to take on the new flavor. Um, and so that's that's a really interesting piece for me because right now that's what I'm going through is I'm in a process of learning. I've created I've created a sense of routine so that I don't fall out of a routine. Uh, I've set some personal goals so that I can make sure that I have something a mark to go towards and not just sit there. So make sure you have a routine, set some goals, and then just really fight hard to make sure that things are going the way you want them to go. Not every day is going to be a sunshiny day, but every day can be a prosperous and a, a day where you're actually seeing some activity. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing that I would say we, you know, I'm keeping with me is if I were to look at scripture, Deuteronomy 31 and 8 comes to mind. It says, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. 
he will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Yes. Um, that I think is going to be very critical to anything that we, that we do is to Amen. know that God is leading the way for us, that he's preparing a path for us. And that if we're sensitive to his move and what he wants from us, that if we just stay with him and follow his path and pattern, his path and pattern, we'll be able to end up uh, where he wants us. Right. And it's super important to trust him. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we say that we trust God, but when it, when you're transitioning, you really have to trust him. And in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it says, trust in the Lord with mm-hmm. all your heart yeah. and lean not on your own understanding. Right. In all your ways, submit to him yeah. and he will make your path straight. We have to trust God yeah. and not, like I was talking about before, go around the corner and try to do things halfway uh, how he told us to do it. We have to trust him and trust his plan and he He's going to take care of us every step of the way. Yeah, that's really big. Um, and that's that's ooh, that's a big one. Trusting, <laughs> trusting what you can't see. Yeah. So so I'm out here now in transition and I'm, I'm like, OK, what's next, God? What do you want me to do next? And where am I at? You know, and it's like, hey, you have to trust God with what he what you're confident that he's going to do with your life. You know, your life has value. You know, your life has meaning and God is going to take care of you. But what we what we have a hard time or what I have a hard time with sometimes is that I can't see it. I don't have control. And when we don't have control over something, that's where you get really vulnerable and you start to lose it a little bit because I can't tangibly make something happen. But that's where God really wants us to trust him and to, to just follow him and allow uh, him to lead us, um, which is what we should be doing on a day to day basis anyway. And so I'm really grateful for this transitional period, for this opportunity to change and transform. So I want to encourage you. Uh, we'd love to encourage you to just stay in the process. Yes. Stay in the process and trust God and set yourself some goals and create a plan, you know, and don't just be stagnant. Right. And just because it's not easy doesn't mean that it's not God. Right. Uh, so just trust him. Uh, be encouraged and knowing that he will never leave you, nor will he forsake you. And, and we're praying with you every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're rooting for you, and we know that you will be successful in whatever it is that you do. Uh, we say God bless you. Yep. God uh, keep you. Indeed. And that's a wrap for this. So, you know, before we go, then let us let us pray for you. Yes. Um, we would love to pray for you because this is a hard part for us to transition sometimes. And so um, if, if you are in the same boat that I'm in or in the boat that we've been in together when 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 Bronte also did this or if mm-hmm. you know that's something coming up, we want to pray for you as you transition and change careers, change uh, your method of living or whatever that might be. Um, Father God, we thank you today just for allowing us to have a moment where we can pray for each other. It is certainly, God, a challenge in times of transition, but we know, God, that you are the author and the finisher of our faith and that it is you who will take care of us for you said in your word that you will supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory. And God, we thank you right now for just the opportunity to share our hearts. God, we pray that what we've said today will bless someone else and help them in the moments that they might be in transition, God, or in the moments that they know that transition is beginning to take place. Uh, let us all be sensitive to your words. Let our ears stay on your lips, God, where as you speak to us, we understand what's necessary for us to do. Yes. We thank you for these things today. We thank you for the opportunity just to fellowship and talk together in this faith, family, and fellowship moment. And we give your name all the glory and honor in Christ.
Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.